crop. Welcome along to the 12th Gunner Podcast. This one was recorded midway through the Euros, before the game between Germany and Austria. It's also the final one to be recorded at our genial host Liam's rented basement flat in Albert Park, where in future, doubtless a blue plaque will be displayed outside the premises to point out what will surely become a historic landmark. Here's the panel. Firstly, a man due mainly to his German heritage is feeling a little anxious this evening as he has no wish to see Germany humiliated by Austria. Don Sebastiano. Lovell! Guten Abend! Monsieur! Next, a man with plenty to say and firing on all cylinders going by his recent emails, the Highbury spy himself, Steve Ashford. Good evening, afternoon or morning and whenever you're listening. And finally, in a doomed attempt to provide some sanity to proceedings, he has no hair but he has photos of the days he did, Gooner editor Kevin Witcher. Hello. He's got no hair but we don't care, Kevin Witcher. Right, the fixture list came out today and... Um, We've, uh, we've been very fortunate in the way that it started, or the, the first few games. Gives us a chance, like last year, to perhaps get ahead a little bit. But with the last three ma- matches being at um, Chelsea at home, Manchester United away and Stoke at home, are Sky dictating the fixture list? Uh, Kev, you can start on this one as you uh, set the question. <laughs> well, it looks a bit suspicious. Um, however, it could work in our favour, because... You know, we, we, every chance we're going to lose those games. So, if we're going to do anything next season, hopefully we'll have the points on the board. Um, but we've got an easy start, so I'm happy with that uh, particular set of fixtures. And mm. uh, I suspect, though, that there's been a little bit of uh, tinkering by our friends at uh, Sky to produce some uh, climactic matches where the top teams are playing each other at the season's end. Well, I remember last season. Well, I don't know if it was this, this, if it was in June when the fixtures were released or the beginning of the season. You said, "Oh, you know, you look at the fixtures that we've got. We could get ahead, and that makes such a difference." If we'd have had Chelsea's second game of the season and lost, what sort of confidence would those players have had? And I think it made a big difference. Mm. Um, so if we, we if we can get a couple of wins under our belt and the um, good pre-season and uh, the the UEFA games as well, the Champions League games, it was never easy. It's never easy um, playing a promoted team in, in the first game of the season because they've got something to prove. Uh, but we couldn't have got much of an easier game than West Brom at home. Mm. And as for the games at the end, Chelsea and Liverpool um, and Man United, we play all, all of those in the last three or four weeks of the season. Um, bring it on. If we're going for the title, well, then we'll be up for it. Let's do it. So is there a, um, what's it called, uh, Grand Slam Sunday? Is there one of those in there? I haven't had a look yet. It's the bottom line is, we'll have won the league by then. I don't know what you're worried about. Mm. You know, it was Chelsea and Man United right at the end of the season. But if you look at the beginning, you know, we start off with West Brom at home, Fulham away, Newcastle, Blackburn, Bolton, Hull, Sunderland, Everton, West Ham. We'll have won the league by then. We haven't got Birmingham <laughs> again this season, right? If the fixtures, we actually become champions on the 28th of October. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well, Birmingham have, been, Birmingham have been relegated, which is their karma. By the way, can I which just say... Which is a night game, by the way. So Birmingham, Birmingham deserved to go down, and I'm so glad. When they went, those bastards went down, man. Yeah. I was like stamping on their grave. And uh, we don't have to play them this season. We're going to be second or better. I know. If you imagine, if we'd have beaten Birmingham twice last year, we would have run United and Chelsea very close. Closer than we actually did, even with all the injuries. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is the, the Grand Slam Sunday phenomenon is not going to happen next season because I did actually have a look at this um, I mean the interesting thing to note is Man United's first 
five games. Three of them are away to Portsmouth, Liverpool and Chelsea. Now, as defending champions, uh, if they get through that lot with, uh, let's say, 12 or 13 points... Especially without Ronaldo. I'd worry, but I'm hoping... Fingers crossed. Yeah. yeah. So do we think Ronaldo's going to be around? I don't know. It's a difficult one to call, I think, at the moment. It's nice that uh, the press are obsessed with a Man United player being courted by Real Madrid. It makes mm. a refreshing change. From um, from the press courting uh, Arsenal players, just shows no one's immune. Though. It shows no one's immune, though, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So if it, if they're if they're badging them, because people keep on saying, oh, you know, Arsenal are a selling club, and yeah. you know, it's not the case. I mean, Wenger, we I think sold players when he's had not sort of when he's had to, when when he's wanted to. Yeah. But you know, United are now <coughs> sort of facing what we've. It's not seen the on the other foot because mm. United are always the ones doing the chasing of, of players, unsettling players, and. You know, trying to get them to move to Old Trafford. So it's nice to see the boot on the other foot for a change. To see them suffer, mm. big time. Whilst we're talking about transfers, um, obviously, uh, I mean, I think you mentioned, uh, Steve, in an email recently that you'd heard that Arsenal had offered, offered uh, Najid... Um, Samir. Samir Nasri, 20 yeah. grand a week. 20 grand a week, yeah. I was being a little bit facetious there. Really? You made Very, it up? Again, <laughs> I, no, I, I reckon... I reckon for Arsenal had probably offered Nasri at this you moment in time <laughs> about 30 grand a week because of his age and his experience right and they're hoping to get him on the cheap like they always do uh, if we lose him because we're refusing to offer him what the market rate is we're going to look pretty stupid like we lost Ribery last year for the sake of 30 grand a week yeah what's Ribery worth now next to next to Ronaldo he's probably the most valuable player on the planet mm. we could have had him last year for 16 million and 70, 80 grand a week. Instead, we let him go. And, you know, we're the losers. Um, and it can be the same with Nasri. Mm. And I just think, we can't keep losing players year after year after year because we seem to be penny-pinching on their wages. You know, we pay 1,225 quid for our season tickets, most of us, which is a hell of a lot of money out of our salary. In the most expensive season tickets in the world. Um, we moved to the Emirates two seasons ago. We, we were preparing to pay for it four seasons ago. We've had four seasons of penury with transfers, and I just think this year the, the purse string should be released a little bit. And when we kick off in August, if we lose players like Nasri, if Kleb goes, if maybe Adebayor goes, if other players go and they're not replaced adequately, you know, then I'm going to be asking questions, and I'm sure I won't be the only, only supporter that's doing that. What, what confuses me, though, is that the wage bill that Arsenal pay is equivalent to Man United and Liverpool, and I don't really understand Where's that. Where's it all going? Well, I mean, Bank it's is relative, though, isn't it? I don't know how where that statistic came from. I don't well, know. Well, it's the club's own figures. I mean, you know, they have to because the shareholders own them. They have to produce their um, annual uh, accounts, and uh, says there that wages are um, somewhere around ninety-three million. Well, I reckon those wages might have been taken when we had Freddie. Henri, mm. Perez, Campbell. Been well, I reckon they've been, no come up, they've been the creative. La- the last sets of figures would have been the season in which uh, would have been the first season at the new stadium. So it yeah. would have included Henri and Lundberg. So it may well have gone down, and we won't find out until the figures are. Have released. you seen United's figures? Yeah. To compare them against. Now, yeah. I was just wondering whether it was one of these things where it was a relative thing, so they perhaps said, you know, a player of a age, we would pay the same amount yeah. Yeah. as Manchester United, rather than like a sort of gross sort of fee, you know, like you said, 93 million. So United are pay, pay their players 93 million and we pay our players 93 million. But I would be amazed, that does absolutely amazed, if our, wage, our current wage bill 
was anywhere near United's wage bill last season. Mm. When you look at the players they're paying, Anderson, Nani, Tevez, Ronaldo, Van der Sar, Ferdinand, who are we paying equivalent to? Toure, Abui, um, Diaby. Yeah, no, no. I mean, those players aren't well, the same. The, the only reason why we're paying Abue anything, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, either we're being conned, or we're paying our players too much for their equivalent ability. Yeah, but look at, look well, at someone like Chelsea, Smelski, sorry. Are they just... They're like, you know, they're, they're just, if they were a nor if they didn't have Abramovich, they'd be, they'd be, they're making a loss of, what was it, 80 million, 120 million every year, that they're making huge losses. They're not actually a viable business at all, no. are they? And that really pisses me Should off. Should they actually. be? They're not business or a football club. I know clubs are these days business. Well, you have to be run like a business. Well, you don't, because you don't. Chelsea approved yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, if you've got money to burn, uh, we need to get rid of quickly. The only um, good thing about the Chelsea situation is that Platini is on their case. Yeah, absolutely. I like what he said. job as well. And he used United as well. I mean, United do, you know, are buying or buy players, don't they? And they buy a lot of players. And I thought it was, I thought it was very much in our favour, mm. what he said. Yeah. And it's funny as well. If you're a manager and you call a referee or anyone else a cheat, mm. UEFA can take you to court <laughs> and they can fine you all this lot. Platini can call two of the biggest clubs in the world cheats yeah. and totally get away with it. Did he use the word cheat? He did. He did, yeah. He said what? there's two cheaters contesting the European Cup final. Mm. Oh, nice. And I agree with him, totally. Not so much United, but definitely Chelsea. Smells good. <laughs> One of the questions in the survey was, what would you like to see added to the fanzine or the website? Here are some requests ventured by those that completed the survey. More gratuitous pictures of the fairer sex. Keep up the good work, spy. A picture of Sesk holding all four trophies with our ribbons on them. Whoa. What the fuck is this? Cheerleaders. Are someone mad? Fit women in Arsenal shirts. More, please. Would like to see the stadium referred to as the Emirates. More female contributors. Fine by me if they're in the nude. Good-looking female fans, as long as they're in the nude. <laughs> Beer tokens for use in the rocket. Do you know what? More photos of naked women. <laughs> and I'll, I'll second that any time. I would like the podcast to be published earlier. Who did that? More humour like <laughs> the old Echo Echo days. Well, I don't know whose views I've got here, but this one says, Spot the face in the crowd. A cut-out Abue dartboard. Oh, I'll buy that. And nothing. A great read already. More podcasts? Oh, God, you like this. A weekly blog by the Highbury Spy. <laughs> <laughs> Ex-player interviews. Less fickle editorials. This one just says, women. <laughs> <laughs> Song sheets. 47 years since day one, the title. No wonder that the girls are suicidal. Oh, the spuds are shite. Shit fans and the cock for a club crest. Robbie Keane is the product of incest. Oh, the spuds are shite. We've got some survey results from the uh, from last year's Guna poll, um, and one of the questions we last lifted silverware in May two thousand and five. So, how many more seasons without silverware would you be prepared to to accept before a change of manager is required? Steve, what did you say? Well, to be honest, I mean, I'd, I'd like to win trophies. It's fantastic, 
And I'd like to see Arsenal doing everything they can to win trophies. Mm. But in the current climate, with Chelsea getting Sklari in and reportedly giving him 100 million to spend on transfers, Liverpool, although they're massively in debt, just seem to find millions of pounds from, from somewhere every year. United will go out and spend another 40 or 50 million. You know, if we're not competing with that, we're going to have to get used to the fact that we're not going to win trophies. That might not be Arsenal's fault. How far were we from winning a trophy last year? Well, that's why last year was a bad situation. Because last year, when we were for five points clear, mm-hmm. we should have bloody maximised it. And selling Lasana Diara in the middle of the season didn't help. Well, I don't think you can blame selling Diara. I think I, I, I think it was a bad move to sell him. But, uh, you know, that, it's quite clear to everyone that the Birmingham incident just changed everything. Oh, absolutely. But, but, you know, Wenger always goes on about mental strength. And what we didn't show was mental strength. No. You know, we showed youth and naivety. We were a little bit kid. We were children, not men about mm. it. You know, okay, a player's broken his leg. It's terrible. Get over it. You know, don't draw your next, what was it, three games or something? Yeah. And then yeah. lose one. You know, I mean, it's just, you know, we really had to there show. Uh, and if we'd have had two or three more mature uh, players, and unfortunately, the most mature, you know, the play- mature players we've got, like Gallas, it's not like he's showing any fucking maturity. No, is absolutely. Not. So, I mean, uh, uh, you know, I, I don't know if there's going to be anything about the Gallas thing at some point, but um, frankly, I, I just still don't really see him yeah. as a captain. We, we need a leader. We need a spine. You see, at the moment, we don't have. Remember the days of you know Seaman Adams, and then you got Wrighty up front. There was this kind of this central force that everything could play around it. You know. And you, you got, we, we don't have, I mean, Gallas is not Tony Adams no, by any stretch of the imagination. No, no, we no, don't have, and isn't Ian Wright either. I think, it was you I, think it was, I think it was you, Russell, who sent me an email and said, Oh, I see in the, in the paper this morning, Wenger's saying he's not after a central defender now. You know, what are we going to do? I don't believe that. And I said, do not no, believe I don't. And I said, it's not going to matter anyway because with Scalari going to Chelsea and with the massive, you know, windfall he's going to get to spend on players, it doesn't matter who we sign. What did Chelsea win last season? You know, they won as much as we did, yeah. in fairness. Well, yeah, and also. And, and, good, and how far did we come last year? We've got to look how far we came yeah. that well, season. Look at this way. Way. Look if at we this go way. the same again, look, spending the same amount of money, we did money, not get the rub of the green last season. Well, well, no, no, you, you, you can say, all right, you can blame what you like, but the fact is that that, that fiasco at, at Anfield, right, yeah. with that, that pen, you know, I mean, that was just a joke. That small town Swedish ref pointing to the spot when the cop went, hey! You know, it was yeah. just fucking annoying. Can we just not yeah. mention that? And also, we're four, we ended up, what, four points behind yeah. Chelsea, was it? Yeah, four points behind Man U. We're four points behind Man United. Right, and th- look, there were three or four games. I mean, we, you know what? If Eduardo had have not had that injury, yeah. he'd have been worth at least another five goals. Correct me if I'm yeah, wrong. Yeah, absolutely. How many yeah, points yeah. would five goals have translated well, into? Well, it, it could have been wins against Villa and Borough for a start off, couldn't it? Well, six points. Yeah. At least, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I'm sure he'd have been worth another five goals. Absolutely. So, you know, ultimately. Um, the other thing you are forgetting. Yeah. Like that, I mean, like, Edward got, got injured, Resisti was injured in the season, Van Persie did miss a lot of it. Um, and even today, Resisti's come out and said, oh, Oh, do you know what? I don't think I'm going to be ready till at least late August. <laughs> he did. He's already ruling himself out of all these games, you know. I mean, for God's sake, the negativity. Well, how can right, it's right, a hamstring injury for a whole season? But what is his injury? Fuck well, off someone tell me. And then there's negativity for Wenger because Eduardo, because Eduardo is saying, right? Ah, oh, making brilliant progress, and his physio is saying that mm. he could be back for pre-season. You know, he's kicking a football already. Yeah. And Slaven Village has actually said he'll be back for pre-season. He'll be ready right. to play by September. And Wenger's going, no, no, I think more January. 
Fuck the negativity. Let's have some No, he's just putting a level news. head. He's putting a level head on things. And he has. He's just signed some young kid that's possibly the best prospect in, in Britain. So, so you know, that's him, positive. So he won't play in any game except you the Colin Cup. Don't know that. I think I think you'll get a start. You know, really and, and perhaps he's not ready to, you know... Can someone to tell play. me what Rosicki's injury is? No. Apparently, Gary Lewin can't either. So uh, what is it? Gary Lewin resigned in amazement of Harry. <laughs> Total frustration. I'm so <laughs> fucked off with Rosicki. I'm fucking leaving. <laughs> and do you know what? Another <laughs> thing. I'd much rather work with an English player yeah, than he's not. I can see fan passes. <laughs> as this is being recorded <laughs> in the middle of the European Championship. So I can see, I can see Van Persie winning it for Holland yeah. and then limping off. At or the Steve Morrow's style injury with the trophy and then not playing again for another yeah. year. We should yeah. enjoy this because it's the only time we're going to see Van Persie fit for the next year. Mm. <laughs> What's that? Why isn't there more positivity, Steve? Yeah, yeah. You're worse than We should change from red and white to orange and white and then it'd be all right. Why don't we have an orange kit for a change? Just to, you know... Anyway, the question was, how many years How many years could you put up with uh, without silverware before you'd want to see Arsene walk? Well, I, I, I've, I've said before, Arsene needs a strong number two. He's never going to get one. So he's, he's got to prove his mettle um, in the next two seasons for me. So basically, let him see this contract out. Uh, that's three years. But... Uh, the thing is, the board the board will make that decision anyway. If the stadium starts to um, see too many empty seats through lack of ticket sales, rather than people not turning up, but um, is that ever going to happen? Okay. Is that ever going to happen? Well, it depends on the economy. It depends on the football Arsenal playing. It depends how uh, they're competing for trophies. Whether or not they're actually in the hunt. Because the, the only reason that the uh, new stadium sold out in the first year we were there, which was pretty awful actually was the novelty factor. Yeah. But if we have another season like that, when the tickets go on general sale, at the prices they are, because most of the ones on general sale to the oh. silver members are upstairs and expensive, mm. you will find that we, you know, these 60,000 uh, attendance figures they keep giving out. Well, I must admit, with the price of petrol being what it is, and God knows what else. People are suffering. And don't forget, <laughs> the, pound, the pound compared to the euro now. I if know. you go on holiday, very, you spend 50, 53 quid at the airport, yeah. you get 57 euros yeah, back. Now, that means if we're buying someone from Madrid and they want that in euros, we're, you know, we've got 20% yeah. weakened Absolutely. economy. So, uh, but basically, might be we'll have to buy some English players. Well, I looked at my season ticket today, my statement came to me today with a credit card. Arsenal FC, £1,225. And I thought... Fucking hell, that's just for 26 football matches. Yeah. 26 football matches from 1,000 to A lot of people years. now share a season ticket. Yeah. You know, yeah. a lot of people split season tickets, sometimes between three different people. Yeah. Just because of the sheer expense of a thing. Yeah. And I think we've seen a Especially lot... Especially live on TV. ...already seen over the last three or four years a lot of premiership grounds with banks of empty seats. Now, those, those seats are going to increase in number... And they'll start coming to Arsenal as well, unless they are constantly in the hunt for trophies. So I think in terms of um, Wenger's future, um, he does have to win something in the next couple of seasons. Otherwise, the crowds are going to gradually drop and the ball will make the decision that they won't actually offer him a renewal. Will they still drop if he starts playing this this? Sort of total football that everyone keeps on going on about. You know, they they say you know it's the the hottest ticket in town was an Arsenal. Ticket, well, that's you know, that's the Arsenal PR November. machine. I, I actually remember a lot of the first halves last season weren't actually very good. 
Now, when when they're on fire, they scored the first half for five matches on the trot. No, they played some nice football. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean. I don't know. I'd like you say it is the answer, you, you but it, it does work. Everyone says it, Kev. You, you know, want to see you want to see your team competing, and um, and I'll tell you what. Well, that's not Chelsea either, is it? I mean, they still get empty seats in there. What thirty-eight thousand? A bit more than that now, isn't it? If we start the season with with a buoy anywhere near the first team in the midfield, i.e., the right wing or the left wing, mm. then I then I reckon there's going to be some deep shit because the fans, to a man, will not put up with that. No, I know, but he does. He does provide. He does provide another yeah. element to the That's game, doesn't he? It's like his defensive abilities Which is what are. We got back for I forget the game. There was a game last season, and it was towards the end of the season, and he came on, and I think we started to look. I'm not. I'm not even thinking of the Liverpool game actually at Anfield, where we started defending better down one side when he was playing, and yeah. Benga's obviously worried about. Yeah,不要，不要，不要，不要，不要，不要，不要，不要，不要，不要，不要，不要，不要，不要，不要，不要，不要，不要，不要，不要，不要，不要，不要，不要，不要，不要，不要，不要，不要，不要，不要，不要
and 48% said three or more. So almost half the people still prepared to yeah. put up with no trophies and the football that we're playing at the moment. If you want to email us about anything related to the podcast, the email address to use is gunapodcast at gmail.com. Our thanks to recent emailer Earl Sanchez, who sent us one with the subject line, Super Dimension for Your Little Soldier. He wrote, Doctor recommended me this supplement to increase the length and girth of my loved wand. Go on, give it a try. You'll enjoy an amazing growth very soon. For some reason, it was diverted into our spam folder. Oh well. Thanks anyway, Earl. Let us know if there's anyone you think we should sign next time round. Once again, we've been able to record enough panel material for a second podcast, so keep an eye on the website for a second instalment over the next fortnight. Issue 186 will be on sale at the Emirates Cup, by which time Aaron Ramsey will have been joined by a whole host of new signings. Anyway, I'm your host, Lord Ashburton. As ever, thanks for listening, and farewell. Bobby and Dennis and Rocky and Roy Paddy, Thierry and Arson Almighty, Adams and Brady and Groves on the wing. These are a few of our Arsenal kings. Ray and the Bowie and Vivas and Seagan, Stepanovsville and the Billsville Monkey Man. Sorry. Don't know if this is going to work. I know, I'm just trying to think of like a Man U fan or Chelsea fan listening to the podcast. I'm thinking, what are they on?